now two years we're scribbling in that notebook. It it's hasn't always been bad, two years. and now it's just the same thing over and over again. But that's why we write it down. Because sooner or later you remember something good. I do remember something good. All the time. You're gonna play ball one way or the other. This is Filmsack. Oh, sure. Greetings and welcome to Filmsack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind for the weekend of Saturday, August 6, 2022. I'm Scott Johnson. Uh, hold on. <laughs> I lost my page. There it is. And that's it. That's I'm it. Scott Johnson. <laughs> yeah, my page went blank, but it's back. Hey, I'm Scott Johnson, joined by Brian. He always blows up a scene with a toaster if he can, done away. Totally worth it and spot on. Oh, hi. Come in, sit down. What's that? How did I get into your little Russian shithole of a student apartment? And what am I going to do with this rolled up copy of Russian Life magazine in one hand and a toaster in the other? Well, keep on not sitting down and find out how I MacGyver of death my way out of this situation. <laughs> Spoiler, you ain't gonna like it. Now sit down. I'm dizzy after all the running for two hours while being chased by a guy with whatever the opposite of Steadicam is. Now, before I <laughs> drop this life-altering knowledge bomb and weak-ass apology on you... Can I offer you the future of currency on the streets of India? It's Lay's potato chips. And I swear by them, because, you know, as the saying goes, fortune favors the Lay's. Rip the headlines. <laughs> Anywho, your mom didn't kill your dad and herself. I did. There, I said it. Uh -huh. Also, I made Julia Stiles cry so bad in a subway closet that she never came back to the movie. Oh, and I killed like 50 innocent drivers on the way over here. Also, when I was looking through your fridge for a fridge gun... I ate all your beef stroganoff and used your vodka for something other than drinking. And I'm sorry. Man, it feels good to get that off my chest. All right, I'm out. See ya. Have a good life. Hey, Randy, play some of that slide straw and a McDonald's cup music to intensify the drama of the scene. Thanks, man. <laughs> you do a pretty good impression of a straw in a cup. That's amazing. I don't even know yeah. what to make of that. All right. Um, also with us, Randy, his flashbacks are always filmed in eight frames per second. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. 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 Did I ever tell you boys about my current business I run? Yeah. <laughs> we, we anonymously support highly trained killer spies who want to live openly in distant parts of the world. Yeah, it's true. We're called, uh, <laughs> almost told you our name. <laughs> yeah, actually, we don't know our name, but that's fine. Uh, it means the IRS also doesn't know our name. I mean, <laughs> we only have two clients right now, but I think we'll get more. I think we'll get more. You know, our man in Berlin is really blowing up right now, if you know what I mean. He's, a, he's the kind of guy, he really knows how important it is to bring a knife to a rolled up magazine fight. And uh, our other client, 
What a dream. Oh, lives in India on the beach, has a smoking hot common law wife who looks uh, through his diary when he leaves the house, even though he tells her everything he knows. And so, you know, that guy is amazing. He can spot an assassin coming to kill him just based on the assassin's criminal resting face. I hope nothing happens to his lady, though, because then he'd have to burn all of his pictures of her uh, with the exception of the naked ones. He'll need those for later. Sad. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Yeah, I know. That what did he get to take sad. that photo? By the way, that photo of the two of them. I don't know. That's, that's a really good question. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing like <laughs> nothing like hiding out and saying, "Hey, can you take this picture of us?" Yeah, Thanks. no kidding. I took those photos. It's my job. This is the business I'm yeah. running. Oh, yeah, okay. it's, oh, it's okay. Brian. Okay. 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 Oh, the photo photographer. Yeah, I thought it was the, the Lay's guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, not the Lay's guy <laughs> with the future currency. Forget about crypto coin. Yeah. It's all about fortune lays. favors the Lay's, baby. That's right, baby. Finally, with us, Brian. He only needs. Julia Styles for a minute, Ibit. That's true. Hello, Spice Superstore. How can I help you? Oh, sure. I can take your order. You need some supplies for going off the grid? Yeah, yeah. We can help you there. What's that? Oh, yes, we do offer curbside pickup. Uh-huh. Uh huh. First off, can I get your name? Jason Bourne. Okay. Hey, can I offer you a piece of advice? Yeah. Don't fall for the can I get your name thing. Okay. That was a test. <laughs> Oh, that's not your real name? Okay, what's your real name? Ah, gotcha. Okay. All right, well, what would you like? Passports. Oh, sure, we've got our passports bundle. It includes uh, 12 different European and South American countries, as well as Canada, if you're feeling frisky. Okay, mm -hmm. good. One passport bundle. Uh, what else? Magazines? Sure. Yeah, we've got those. For what kind of gun? Oh, magazines for reading. Oh, sure. Okay. For a knife fight? Uh, okay, well, I'd go with your standard entertainment magazine, your People, your Us Weekly, because your fashion magazines aren't going to roll up tight enough, and the uh, AARP magazine is going to be too flimsy to stay firm. <laughs> uh, that's a little joke in case there are any over 50-year-olds tapping into our phone line. Uh, I'll put you down for Entertainment Weekly. There's a great article in there about Bobby Moynihan. <laughs> nice. What else do you nice. need? Nice. Oh, razors and shaving cream. Wait, 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 wait. You're off the grid and you've been shaving and keeping the exact same haircut as when you were active? Yeah. Is this a crank call? Who put you up to this? Hello? Hello? <laughs> no, I don't know who's running Treadstone. <laughs> are you watching me right now? I know you are. Who is the CEO of Treadstone? I like uh, that you all grabbed a hold of the magazine yeah. angle. I really oh, felt like sure. that was I important. Mean, Mm -hmm. The magazine that is the um, that's the killer riff of this song, yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> yeah, and they also I feel like we're getting a bit of a trend here because didn't we see this get used? And I think Alien had a weird magazine uh -huh. moment. Yeah, uh, Ripley oh, yeah, shoves yeah, one down uh, Ash's throat. Yep. I think that yeah. was a, a Time Woo! magazine. It might have. That been. was awesome. Yeah, I get it. I see. What <laughs> that you was did. popular mechanics. Yeah. Popular mechanics. <laughs> uh, even better. Uh, space porn is what I always like to think it was. Yeah, space yeah. porn. Sure. Certainly was. Anyway, well, uh, I think it was actually. That's right. It was yeah. uh, right because it was right in front of the all the nudies on the wall that oh, somebody was it? torn oh, out. Yeah, that's right. Good that's call. Great. Ooh, yeah. good memory that's, on yeah. that, Scott. Ooh, yeah, that. probably mm. Yafet Koto's porn magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was definitely uh, <laughs> uh, whatever this squirrely mechanic dude, uh, Old, uh, older guy. He's in everything. What's his name? He's in everything. Well, he was for a while anyway. Yeah, uh, before he died, he looks like Spuds, Spuds Friendly. That's his name. Spuds Friendly. I don't three know. Names. Spuds three friendly. names. Is three names. It's a three-namer. Yeah. John Spuds Friendly. Nope. Ah, I gotta look it up. Damn it. <laughs> no? I know. Fine. I know. This is so annoying. He's in all sorts of stuff like Paris, Texas and uh, other movies and things. 
Uh, and his on. name is Harry, Harry Dean, Dean Stanton. Stanton. Oh there you gosh. go, Harry Dean Stanton. <laughs> you did it the right way. I did it by cheating and looking it up. Uh, that's all right. I knew it would come out eventually if I just pushed hard enough. Uh, anyway, oh. hey, uh, oh. check it out, everybody. We're doing the Born Supremacy. Yeah, that's right. Number two in the uh, <laughs> in Number the uh, in the order here of uh, and, 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 and in the grade. Two. Yeah, Born movies. Yeah, they don't. You want to hear ahead. a summary? Yeah, get, just, give it. I looked up a summary of this no. movie. Jason Bourne is living in India when he is framed by Russian agent Kirill for the theft of millions from the CIA. Kirill begins to pursue Bourne, intending to assassinate him. Mm. But while Bourne and his girlfriend, Marie, are on the run, a shot met for him kills her instead. Yeah. Mm. yeah. No. That's the whole movie? Jeez. Kirill Urban. That's the- yeah, Carl <laughs> <Carl> Urban. <laughs> so this, <clears throat> mine's even shorter. Mine says, when Jason Bourne is framed for a CIA operation gone awry, he is forced to resume his former life as a trained assassin that's, to survive. That's better. Is it? He's not really forced to. He's not really forced to. No, I guess he's not really. Mine mine is actually shorter than that. Driven to. Hey, remember the born identity? Yeah, more of that. Yeah, kind of more of that. Except, except less Franca now that she's dead. Well, yeah, yeah. Franca Palenti. She still gets second billing on like IMDb and uh, Mm -hmm. feels like a. It feels like a, a listing that's meant to obfuscate what's going to happen. Sure. So like you're, so you're, you're not surprised or yeah, you're you like, are, oh, you they're are, back together. She's in the sequel suite. That's great. And then she's I gone was, in the first ten minutes, and you're like, oh no. I was so pissed. I was so right away, right off the top. What pissed off Brian? It was the mm-hmm. fact that they killed her because I was so excited. I was like, all oh, right, they didn't do the typical bullshit right. where we had to start a new love interest when this yes. starts. I'm like, or- sweet. Or a different actress playing the love in- the yeah. same love interest. Yeah. yeah. And they kill her like their 15 minutes. I'm like, son of a every son other of a- movie series. Me my magazine. Every other movie series would have started this with Jason Bourne depressed because she left him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right? And then exactly. and then he would have spent the whole movie slowly falling in love with Julia Stiles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kept waiting for that to happen. I kept from waiting for the kiss in the uh in the uh mm. subway closet, but no, he just <laughs> made her cry. Closet. The subway yeah. closet where Julia Stiles remains to this yep, day. She's still there. <laughs> Doesn't she in the new the newer one ultimatum or whatever she's she's uh the I think they make out in that spoiler thinking that she was but I couldn't remember but I may not be not. right I yeah know. maybe I remember all wrong and I know I don't remember I do not remember like what happened in each of these movies so that's why I'm so excited to watch them again as part of this is that <laughs> yeah. it's like, it's like yeah you. I don't I can't remember what happened in the born. Uh, liquidation or born, <laughs> the born, born liquidation, <laughs> whatever the next one is. Yeah. Born ultimatum is that it? Ultimato is, is that the third one? Is, yeah, the third one's ultimato. ultimato. Then they did the little thing with Ultimatum. Renner, and then the next one was just called Jason Bourne. And they, yeah, and that was by the, the way, one with Jeremy Renner. Yeah, yeah. No, Jason, <laughs> Jason Bourne was Reborn. the. What no, was that called? Yes. The born replacement. Replacement. The born. <laughs> the born legacy. Legacy is the one. Legacy is awesome, by the way. It's a great movie. I just think it would be funny if the one called Jason yeah, yeah. Bourne starred yeah. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. I yeah. think they had intended to do some crossover more than they did, but they didn't. Anyway, yeah. uh, the this is Paul Greengrass directing. He took over uh, from Last Dude, and he stayed there the rest of the time. He went all the way yeah. through, uh, with uh, barring Legacy. He didn't do that. But yeah. he did. Uh, did did he the fire the Steadicam operator after that? Is that no? <laughs> he's known for this. Like this is a staple of Paul Greengrass. All his movies are very shaky cam and also very very um, uh, non. He doesn't use CG. Freaking hates it. Yeah. He wants everything I'm to be natural. That. And this was yeah. also this was also like a kind of shakiness that was kind of new twenty years ago. Yeah. It was it was it wasn't like 
you know, very common yet. And so there were a yeah. lot of complaints back in the day. Yeah. A lot of yeah. people. They were, they were using the, uh, the, the alternate to slow-mo, which was the slow-mo with limited frames or something. Yeah, I yeah. never remember to describe it exactly. He but only it's, used it's it for the process. flashback stuff, but for I really flashbacks. hated that. Yeah. 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 I feel like I'm so used to it that I didn't even really notice it watching this, this oh, today. Mm. Like I, I, I hear you done away and I yeah. agree. Oh, I'm yeah, just saying, it didn't strike me as odd, like or in, yeah. interesting. Like I was just like, "Oh yeah, this is what I, movies used to look like." And it used to. I, there was a couple of things that one, and I forgot that during this time we did a lot of um, uh, processing. So like, if you would have, even though it wasn't CG, just still did some film processing. Like, there's a couple of shots where Bourne is outside or Carl Urban is outside, I believe, and uh, it, it and it's it's a day shot, obviously, but they've processed it so it looks like a night shot. Yeah. Oh, and I'm like, that. yeah, I, I hate that. those. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, I noticed uh, that. But it, right at the beginning, they're on. It's they're funny. On we just we just talked about that India. exact thing with uh, Mad Max Fury Road the other uh, last uh, night. Yeah, which we is yeah. where yeah. I yeah. think it's done well. So Dunaway, shut your dirty mouth over there. <laughs> Because I like that. Well, whole if, I, sequence. if I look, let's put it this way: I didn't notice it in Mad Max, therefore it was done well. Oh, I noticed it yeah. egregiously here, so it must well, have not been done. The whole well. thing is nobody noticed it in Mad Max until they did a commentary and said, "By the way, this is all filmed in the right. day, and we did this treatment on it." So, it, right, yeah. right. This one, you know, we start in in India on the beach, and they've darkened it to make it look like night. And the, my only fe- like it was so obnoxious that my feeling was I wonder what they're hiding. Like I wonder like the shot <laughs> right. has the shot has something really like a billboard over there, and so yeah. they're just like yeah. darkened it to hide that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's how, right. how sure. it felt. Sure, sure. Um, I it, think it was for mood. It's probably yeah, but also you know. So there's the thing with Greengrass. He loves handheld cameras. He thinks it just creates visceral, you know, personal, intimate sort of filmmaking, and I think it does. Um, he's, uh, real big on muted colors. Doesn't, doesn't like to go bright or whatever. And, um, it's just kind of a signature, like everything from United 93 all the way down to, uh, what's the, I'm the captain now. What's the movie? Oh, Uh, Captain Phillips. (laughs) Yeah. Captain Phillips. I mean, he kind of is a, he kind of goes against, he goes against the, the, the trends, right? I mean, the, the green grass is always on the other side. Uh, Yeah. I see what you did there. That might be a title later. Thank you. I'll be, uh, uh, try the veal. Yeah. And you're you're talking about a, a cinematographer named Oliver Wood. And oh. if you look at if you look at Hollywood, Oliver, yeah, Wood. I love it exactly. Thank you, <laughs> brilliant. Uh, if you look at his list where he's been credited as cinematographer, you see a lot of this kind of thing, but right. not always. He he was the cinematographer for some comedies like Step Brothers, which you know oh, it's, it's shot great. very very plainly. There's nothing yeah. really like special about it. Yeah. He was the cinematographer for the 2005 Fantastic Four, mm. which I would argue uh, did not stand out as being particularly dark or moody or something like that you know no, no just no. shitty just, just, just <laughs> shitty. it wasn't yeah. look that was the least of that movie's problem that's true <laughs> yeah exactly yes most recently he did that news of the world tom hanks thing uh oh, western yeah. that i still haven't seen it came out in 2020 i still want to see it yeah. i've been meaning yeah. to um oh we're back to green grass okay yeah we i don't know if we ever left green grass but anyway well, we he, talked about, we were talking about hollywood Oh, his Hollywood. Yeah, that's right. Uh, 1984 is his new project. It's announced. He's making, he's adapting yes. the book. And I don't know what that means because when I think of 1984, 
I think of very static shots. <laughs> I think of like right. a lot of steady cam work and I, yeah. I'm having a hard time imagining a green grass treatment, but I don't know. Then I've also heard news of the world was Maybe also much more calmed down. So it's great. Know. Maybe Can't wait sure. to see the uh, narrator have a fight with big brother, uh, using a uh, magazine, a rolled up magazine, <laughs> yeah. a blurry fight. Yeah. that will be awesome. He'll say, I'm the, what am I now? I'm the, I'm the big brother now. <laughs> I'm the big brother <laughs> yeah, now. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me. Look at me. I'm the big brother now. I'm the oppressive state <laughs> surveillancing the people now. Anyway, uh, I like Greengrass, though. I don't know if anyone here has seen United 93, but it's oh, a yeah, hell, hell of a movie. Hell yeah. of a movie. That thing got yeah. nominations for the subject for, like, is so best picture deep. I that. mean, yeah. Well, yeah. It's like really like, intense. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I will say this style fits that movie really, really well. Whereas in this one, yeah. it just felt kind of erratic. Like, yeah, see, I I usually think of that is how you know the person experiencing it would see it. Like I feel like I feel like Jason Bourne would see everything very steady because he would need to be see everything steady except when he gets hurt later on. So I'm yeah. like, okay, once he gets hurt, maybe that perspective should be changed. But yeah, United ninety three, you're talking about being in the air for most of that. And so, yeah, it makes sense to have like a shaky cam. That's what you should yeah, feel. Yeah, tight, really tight little shots that are, you know, people yeah. whispering to each other, trying to figure out what's going on. And then they go to the the bigger, wider shots back at, uh, you know, the Pentagon or wherever, where they're having big, heated conversations. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, his style worked really well there. And all those nominations, I right. think, were worth it. I think that these are, I don't have, like, I'm a little bit with Randy here. I don't, it really bother me. I just know that he's known for that, so it was impossible not to notice. But it doesn't it doesn't bother me. I feel like the you know a free cam that's not on a swivel for steady right. shots was pretty common back then. Still today, it, oh yeah, you know. And it wasn't all shaky cam all the movie. It, there were there were plenty of shots on you know on a crane or what you know overlooking a a, a a Berlin town square where there's a protest happening or whatever. Like it was you know yeah. like was I so felt brilliant. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, the protest was brilliant because I was, I wondered why he was, I don't speak Russian. I don't read Russian, but obviously those posters he had seen earlier was letting him know that there would be a, that there was a time, there was a rally at this time. I didn't get that. Well, this was until a, this was later on. Blend, so it was German, but. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, you're right. It was German. Excuse me. Yeah. We, we were, we're globe trotting here. So excuse me if I ever oh, say. Oh, they're all over <laughs> the place, right? It's, they're all over this damn planet in this movie. And they yeah. feel like there's yeah. barely any flight time, which, which makes no born. sense to me. But that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's born. That's, that's born movies. That's I love, sure. I love that his first move, once he realizes that he's got to do something because, uh, you know, it's never going to stop the, the, uh, young Carl Urban's are never going to stop coming at him. <laughs> yeah. His first move is to, is to go to Naples and, and check himself in the trope of uh, putting your checking yourself into jail, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Because, right. Uh, because he knows, I guess he knows that Naples is kind of soft, yeah. right? It's like a yeah, place yeah. where he can do what he wants to do and get <laughs> yeah. away with it. Yeah. That poor I guy. That. I love that uh, that whole thing. Like, uh, there's so many things. Matt, Matt, I'm sorry. Jason Bourne knows, but he doesn't really know why he knows them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just yeah. like that makes me happy. Yeah. Uh, Carl Urban. Like let's talk Tim about Griffin. Is is Nevins? He he was just he was just trying to do his job, man. He's from the consulate. He's just showing up to take care of this rube. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Bummer. Bummer. Work day for that guy. Jason. 
yeah, Jason Bourne's just staring at a coffee stain on the table until he uh, starts taking it to the face, and then <laughs> yeah. it's not good. Well, the trivia says that dude got knocked out by accident too in the fight. Yeah. In the fake yeah. fight, he got hit by uh, Matt Damon, and Matt Damon felt real bad about it, but he knocked him out for like ten seconds. <laughs> I bet he did. Yeah, got him real bad. But uh, this, let's talk about Carl Urban for a second. He looks twelve. Um, God, yeah. he does. So he looks so young, Skinny, young, really yeah, young. It. Now this is only a few years after his stint in Two Towers and Return of the King, or actually Return of the King would have been this year. That same year um and he looks a lot older in lord of the rings than he does yeah in this around around the time of the making of this movie we're gonna say carl urban's 31 32 something like that yeah early 30s he has no business looking this young yeah he's a he's a very handsome very young looking dude in this and uh I just can't see it because I've been watching Billy Butcher do his thing. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. man. And, just and while we're here, by the way, Carl Urban is our all time winner of best IMDb photo. There can never. Oh, like it's just you're never going to beat this. Um, uh, what's what's a cowboy, baby? <laughs> He's yeah. in a cowboy movie. <laughs> it's, uh, I've seen this movie. It's um, oh, shit. It was right around the same time. Hold on. Uh, what is this called? Yeah, it's it's. Um, Oh, Comanche Moon TV show. That's so yeah, good. Yeah. It's a great go. uh, miniseries. Yeah. Why that's his chosen this, photo, I don't yeah. know. But This actor has had such a career the last 15 years. Yeah. And to have a picture from Comanche Moon on IFDV is just hysterical. Yeah. That's but I think awesome. I think you yeah. see in that photo the, the trick here. Give him a full an actual beard, not just an right. opaque little overgrowth or whatever, and he yeah. looks older. Take that beard off. There's a child running around with a silencer There's killing a baby. <laughs> right. There's right. a baby chasing me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's great. Well, I, I freaking love him. What was his... Okay, so I, I know Randy loves these trope things. But his character is kind of a trope because he's almost like a, a Frankenstein monster or a zombie in this movie. Because no matter how fast Jason Bourne runs, and he runs fast, mm-hmm. um, Carl Urban just walks uh, yeah. at a fast pace. And he's just, just able like, to catch up with him every yeah, time. Let me give you the... I'll give you the TV trope entry. It's called Badass Normal. Badass okay. Normal. Right. Yep. Badass Normal. All right. So Kirill, as an FSB agent and freelance assassin, is the yeah. closest to a normal person among all the super operatives that Bourne has fought. Yet uh, he's come also come the closest to of anyone to killing Bourne. Right. Uh, Badass Normal uh, is a pretty deep trope here. Uh, lots of examples. Let's see if we can... He, yeah, he would like, like, some. like he could, he could go to India and, and even though he seems to have just arrived and has, you know, he's, he's always able to outmaneuver as far as, okay, where, where's it going? The, yeah. the Matt Damon lives there for two years and, you know, Carl Urban's character knows all the shortcuts. I'm like, yeah. what, what, what? There's no, yeah. Bunch what? of examples of this trope from Star Wars because you have people oh. who are force sensitive and people who are just also good at whatever. Yeah. So, for instance, in the original trilogy, Wedge Antilles and Poe Dameron are not force sensitive, but they're like really awesome ace pilots, yeah. right? Yeah. Right, right. So they're yeah, badass normal for sure. Yeah, I think you know whatever Han Solo is that he's badass normal. Yeah, yeah. Although I think he toward the end there didn't they try to sneak in something, some shit like oh he can you feel- mean like when he got stabbed on the. Oh. No, not that. But when he like so. he had I, I some think... feelings of like something, he could feel something or some shit. Oh thing. yeah, they always oh, try to do that yeah. in the freaking Star Wars. Ugh. It's like, oh, he's force yeah. sensitive. Is he or isn't he force sensitive? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I right. hate oh, that. Oh, oh. Uh, Sean Connery in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. He's just a normal oh. guy. Yeah, really. He's yeah. He's Quartermain. Yeah, is he Quartermain in that one? 
Is that, yeah, I you, remember that correctly. Yes, he's Alan Quartermain. And Alan Quartermain is yeah. exactly that. He's basically Indiana Jones. He yeah. doesn't have any superpowers. He's just really good yeah. at basic shit. It all adds up into sort of What's your superpower? Being a badass. Being a badass. <laughs> yeah, I actually I actually liked the whole thing where Carol Carol doesn't obviously doesn't kill Bourne, right? No. But you know he's really, really good. He gets the drop on Bourne, kills his wife, and then like Bourne has to go find him and get revenge. And I was thinking like uh, the whole end of this movie is about how Bourne kills him, which is to right. say he doesn't really, he doesn't yeah. really kill him. Like the he guy, the car yeah, but the guy kind of, you know what I mean? He gets killed driving a car. It's, you know a, what I'm death, saying? Like a, it's a death and, by attrition. It's just like you, you, yeah. they were going to, they were going to pull that rope back and forth for the rest of t- time. If somebody didn't wreck worse than the other guy wrecked. You know, yeah, and right, right. and Urban hijacked a really nice car. Like that was the that was the other thing. Urban, his his name is Carol. Yeah, <laughs> jacked a really nice car, and I thought that was it Mercedes. What was it? It was yeah, it was so a nice. It was a Mercedes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but oh, and then but Bourne always knows the toughest vehicle because that Russian taxi. Let me tell you what <laughs> that Russian taxi drives you. That, that thing was a, that was a Beamer. Holy, oh, that thing! Yeah, survived every Boom. possible. Bang and scrape, and still was able to to push a an SUV sideways yeah, yeah. into a guardrail. I've never seen a Beamer as a taxi. That was a new look, you know. Right, yeah. had that awesome. front end that that impossible to ignore front end that all Beamers have. Yet it's a yeah. taxi, and then he wrecked the shit. And out he of didn't it, use also, his blinker once. No, he didn't. Did he? <laughs> There's oh, speaking of never doing anything once or only doing anything once. You guys talked about that photo, and we don't know who took it of him and the girl. Uh, right. it's the only Randy did he he admitted to it yeah. by the way oh yeah it was Randy that's right but it's the only shot in the entire movie where Jason Bourne smiles at all is that right. static photo nothing else not I'm one assuming grin they were like at some Indian restaurant and a guy's all like hey you guys look happy let me take a picture of you and he's like okay you can now, you can now have it for 10 rupees basically right, right? exactly like, yeah. it's yeah. one of those oh I hate that yeah, when he's when he's first going to burn a bunch of pictures, I'm sitting there screaming, "Why are you doing that? What the hell yeah, is wrong?" Yeah, with you? she's and, dead. But Who's then every picture, every picture he's got is actually a collage of multiple pictures that looks like it was taken in some sort of photo booth at a photo studio. Yeah, right. right. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, okay, no one does that. No one yeah. has pictures like that. You should burn those. Also, I, I also, that. why they burn them? Caught. Why burn them at all? Like, there's she's if she's gone. Yeah. What yeah. what is Spider, the point? Spider Man rules are out because yeah, you don't need to protect your family. Spider Man you rules. Aunt May. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no. you got nobody to protect. <laughs> no, it's fair. It's fair, but like, uh, just I don't know. It felt useless and dumb. Like, just keep them. Yeah. Keep one. Put it in your pants. And he keep did. it. He oh, kept one. And did put he keep the one? I thought he. he thought, I thought he threw it away. No, no, he kept. No, no, uh, no. He did keep the. The only the, one where he was smiling. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Or to remind himself how to smile. That's right. Cool. Remember, this is when I was happy. I was, <laughs> see, that's the thing. I was like, the revenge. On Urban was for us, the audience, and not mm-hmm. him. Because if it should have been him, like when Urban was moving around a little bit at the very end, there he should have went, you know, the put loaded a couple into him, and then also threw the picture on him, you know, like Throw that. The picture that on him. Like, yeah, <laughs> that's why. Yeah, that's yeah. why I killed you. Yeah, yeah. he just looked desperate yeah. to like get out of there like he finished the job or he finished the wreck got out saw that he was like dead on the steering wheel or on the dashboard uh or sort of dead still kind of squirming right there at the end right yeah i i mean 
He could come back. He could could come back. back. He could come back. And that's why I think. I don't remember what happens in Ultimate. We might get some more Kirill Urban. Yeah, I don't know. Kirill Urban. It's possible. And and we're talking a lot about Kirill and we're we're kind of skipping the fact that this movie has two distinct bad guys. This is not the only villain in the movie. Brian Cox is all over this thing as a villain. There's three, right? Well, there's there's Brian Cox and also the Russian guy who we hardly ever see. Well, Wait, that, but there's also the other leftover born guy or guy from the program who's played by Thomas Arana. Oh, no, not nope, him. Well, I'm sorry, a different guy. Jard is played by Marton Sokas. Nope, not him. Who? Nope. <laughs> Hold on. What? No, the guy. <laughs> man oh, no, you're right. Mar- Martin. Uh, yeah, the guy. From, you're right. It's Martin. How do you say his last name? Sokas. Sokas with a C- CS. I guess that's like. Um, What's uh, uh, so that country? They had all those problems. Anyway, that guy is <laughs> that is guy's right. awesome. I love him and everything. He's American. poor man's European Topher Grace is what he is. Oh, nice, strange looking oh, guy. Yeah, sure. He was great in all sorts of stuff, though. That dude's like. He's not the first time we've seen him either. We saw no, him in the no, because we, we talked about him in his weird IMDb photo with his suspenders, but he looks like he's doing a magic act or something. Yeah. yeah I'll give did. you the previous ones. We've seen this guy in Timeline. Yeah. We've oh, seen really? Him in Triple okay. X, the yeah. first Triple X. Yeah. And he was in Eon Flux. Yeah, Eon Flux. Oh. Did we not do the equalizer? I guess we didn't. We he's haven't not. yet. He's very good in Me that. Me too. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. He's just an interesting dude and has a lot of interesting TV stuff. He's, I think the first time oh. I saw him was like Warrior or Xena Warrior Princess. And I remember thinking, right. oh, he's got a cool face. He'll he'll go on. And here he is. Look at him mm-hmm. now. Look at him I, now. I do like they promoted Brian Cox to, uh, you know, <laughs> to on hands, on deck bad guy uh-huh, yeah like uh-huh, not yeah. just not just doing it from remote he's we, actually got to get his hands dirty. but we knew he but we knew this is where he was headed right because he had he had yeah. everybody killed in the last one and cleaned that place up and then no one knows and now he's back at the main office for two years just chilling i right. think he was done like villain i think he thought yeah. he was done <laughs> he thought he was just going to keep all the secrets and sit there and yeah. chill out and then retire the next year and be out of there nope oh nope. and can we and can we talk about the trope where uh Jason Bourne leaves behind a pistol for reward. Yeah, always. I love that. I love believing that there's only oh, one yeah. round in that gun. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you leave behind a pistol when you want your, your enemy to end it himself. He sure shot yeah. himself yeah. weird. Like, uh, they do this in movies yeah. a lot. It's PG-13, so they're holding back on gore and stuff. But sure. when he is talking to What's Her Beak, who I haven't mentioned yet, and I love her. Um, can't think of her name all of a sudden. Joan Randy. Allen. Yeah. yeah uh, Joan Allen. I think Brian Cox has been around long enough to know how much do I trust the onset gun guys? Not right. enough to put it underneath <laughs> my chin. Yeah. Nope. Because he went like really fast, cut the camera away. Joan Allen freaks out. Done. Yeah. Um, but it just seemed a little fast. Like you're going to, dude, you're going to miss and just end up in the hospital with like half an eye or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Half a face. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, you don't want that. You don't want that. No. I heard the you worst story. No. Here's a, here's a fun story. That's terrible. Guys, listen to this. Oh, give it to us. So I'm watching Seinfeld. And I got curious. I'm like, hey, that guy from the industrial smoothing company that George works for, uh, the the boss, he's a great. The one great, that had the uh, the thing on his shoulder that needed to get looked at. Yes, that's the guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, it gets so much worse than that you mentioned that. So he goes. Yeah, so that guy, he's also Satan in uh, Oh Brother Where Art Thou. He's got the sunglasses with oh. the flames in it. Anyway, okay. the guy's great. Anyway, I go. I'm like, where is he? What's he doing? I look up this whole horrible story where this dude got some form of cancer. Which is oh, too, you know, a little too close to the too Seinfeld real. story. Yeah, you're without, talking about the actor humor. named Daniel von Bargen. There he is. That's the guy. Daniel he uh, he's very upset about it. He decides he's going to check out of this life, but the he fi- he does the gun thing, 
it just mortally maims him horribly. He doesn't die. Oh, jeez. And then ends up in the hospital and just slowly dies from that and the cancer combined. It's like the worst horrible oh, story. That's terrible. For a guy that made really great appearances and all sorts of stuff, great yeah. character actor. Anyway, enjoy that depressing story. Let that, let that yeah. simmer. Yeah. Wow. Enjoy that. Nice. Yeah, that was a rabbit hole I regretted. I got down to the bottom of right. it and went, oh, there are no rabbits here. This is some... Uh, <laughs> There's the rabbits just... Just sadness. Just, just death Julia and sadness. Styles crying. It's yeah, Julius Styles crying. Terrible. Yeah. I, Which, anybody, yeah. anyone else kind of impressed that the movie did what it did with Nikki? Like, because it wasn't at all what you were expecting? I mean, in a way, part mm-hmm. of it was me playing, it was playing with my memory because I'd seen this movie in theaters and maybe yeah. one other time. But in my memory, they're like full on joined up working together. And that must be the next right. one. It's think, the next one. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. yeah. So I love it. I, I loved, I thought she did fantastic. She really. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, that's how you would probably act if you would, if you had been part of training killer dogs, yeah. and then one of the killer dogs showed up and said, "Oh," man. you'd be like, "Oh my god, what did I do? <laughs> I'm so sorry." Yeah, <laughs> I like her in general. She's great. Oh, Nothing wrong with Julie Styles. What's her IMDb description? Her picture's fine, but her description is lovely, slim-eyed, blonde Julia O'Hara Styles of Irish, English, and German heritage. What? <laughs> Whoa. Really? Lovely, slim-eyed, blonde Julia. Okay. Yeah. Slim-eyed, yeah. What is that even? The outgoing daughter and eldest of three children of Greenwich Village artist mother Judith Newcomb Styles and elementary school teacher father John O'Hara. Wow. Who wrote this? Wow. She- She's very attractive, but I noticed on the side, like from the side view, she could almost have her whole face against a, a door. Like she could. Yeah, yeah, she could yeah. yeah. maybe that's the slim. She is a very maybe that's it. But she so you want to edit to flat, flat face profile? Is that what you want to edit it to? You're, you're terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, see, this is the problem. Everybody in Hollywood, we all look at them on camera and we think, oh yeah, yeah. But if you yeah, see them in pro- in person, they've all got giant heads. They got yeah. weird feet. Their toes are effed up. Like you mean they're they're humans with <laughs> well, different right exactly yes. And I want to pre- you know preface that by just saying that I find her extremely attractive. Yeah, right, right, right. Just not from but, the side. <laughs> if yeah. I was in the if I was if I met her later, yeah, it's kind of like that Seinfeld episode. If you want to talk about the most, I, I always forget how great Seinfeld is at exposing the horribleness of humanity yeah and uh you know it's it's like the girlfriend (laughs) he has that looks bad and different lighting and that kind of stuff it's just such a reflection of our terrible human nature Mm -hmm. oh yeah no they're all they're all larry i think it comes from and scott might be able to speak to this too but like when we went to art school or when we were you know being taught art we were taught oh profile you draw you know this is these are the these are the proportions that Golden you make. ratios, uh, right? Of, the forehead, the nose, the chin, the yeah. you know, all that sort of thing. And so that's, yeah. I think that's why maybe you notice he it and more. I, especially yeah. and especially Scott, uh, yeah. notice. <laughs> and in that particular picture you sent us as well, uh, her hair is going a lot of way to frame her face into making it look more flat. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, I'm a god. I'd hate for people to. To look oh. at my picture and then Listen, describe. You're a handsome I'd man. Give my, like. I'd give my left arm to look like her. You know? I, oh. <laughs> yeah. I'd give both arms. Both arms. No problem. <laughs> you'd, be like, wow. you'd be like Holy Grail uh, Monty Python yeah. here. You would yeah. Just, I'd just be just a torso a, yeah. on the ground saying, tis a scratch. Yeah. Yeah. Tis a, yeah. <laughs> but you'd look like her. 
Yeah, no, yeah. I'd look like her, so but I would be on the. Okay, you'd be, I'd still uh, be a you'd torso. Be ground styles. Yeah, I'd, I'd be ground styles, and then look like her. She has arms. Yeah, no. Right. So, oh my gosh, I don't know. See, that's the problem. Is none of this works really in the end because if you give your arm, well, then you're a one arm right. Julia Styles, and nobody wants that. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But yeah, back to the point. The greater point: her talent and her acting in this was, I thought some of the best she's great sure. i mean yeah. Yeah. i thought yeah, everybody did great himself. i thought everybody was great in this i think matt damon was a little one note but still good i yeah, thought that uh all yeah. the people back at base and in, in, in particular joan allen are are excellent actors Jason, and are great yeah jason Bourne's a two-dimensional character though so it's fine i mean fine. ish i think it was a little more range in the first one i think it also ended better in 2016 with the last one um i don't right. know like i for for a for a series that started before cell phones and flat screen monitors and now ended with all those I like, things, I uh, like stories of damaged soldiers. I mean, I one of my favorites is like Universal Soldier. It's very two dimensional. Got a couple of very you know you got a John Claude Van Damme who is trying to understand what he is. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very, just very two dimensional. I, I like those stories. I'm okay with they're them. Yeah, they're fine. Yeah. If it, it look if your movie's a good time. Like there's speaking yeah. of which, I just did it on recommendals, but that Gray Man thing that's on uh, that. Netflix is a lot of that, a lot of two dimensional stuff, but presented extremely well. Right, and uh, you uh, know, critics I, are I, like, it's not, it's not three dimensional enough. Well, f off. It's a good time. <laughs> Eat some popcorn. Just, I'm here to watch somebody beat a guy up with a magazine. All right, yeah, all right. that's all I'm here for. <laughs> I want right. to watch Julia Stiles cry. Yep. I want to see a guy get beat up with a magazine. Yeah, that's what I want. Yeah, that's right. Like the famous Prince song, uh, met her in a hotel lobby getting beat up by a magazine. <laughs> that was the thing. Uh, call back. What also. happened? Was it Gabriel? Erling Nikita. I think it's that song. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well done. What's, that was a good. What's the, what's the, uh, the, I'm, try, I'm trying to find the, the actor. Is it this, this guy here, Gabriel Mann? Did he play Danny Zorn with a, a Brian Cox? Yeah. He's you know, the, he's the guy. killed. Yeah. Right in the yeah, yeah. in the stairwell. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that, that was gnarly, dude. Oh, yeah, that was gnarly. I, I just wasn't yeah. expecting it. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I realize it's tropey as hell that <laughs> Brian Cox turns out to be the real bad guy behind all of this, mm-hmm. yeah. and he needs to cover his tracks. I realized it once he had the knife in the guy's belly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. up until that instant, I was really <laughs> going along with this. I'm like, yeah, yeah. yeah. you figured yeah. he was just a bad guy. He's the bad guy. It's no yeah. big deal. There's yeah. no turns here. There's, you know, and then Gabriel, the Danny Zorn character is just giving them some showing, but yeah. nope. One of my Stabbing favorite actors right in this it. thing, character actor named Thomas Arana. Uh, you guys know him probably without, without knowing it, you know him from Gladiator. He's like, yeah. uh, oh. he's like the right hand yeah. man most of the time to, uh, to Maximus. And, and he is one hundred percent poor man's John Malkovich. It is weird. He has <laughs> he has the look. You're not wrong. And he has the look. Like John Malkovich. Oh yeah. yeah. Right. He is such a he's so good in everything, and he is in tons of stuff. Like his career is huge. Um, I could watch that guy freaking peel a banana. He's he's I, great. I want to talk about the best acting in this film. Okay. I want to talk on, about lay it on. I want to talk about the contrast of the terrible tech bullshit in the first one compared to the actually kind of realistic four pain mux pains on the unix system that they were operating with this time around they must have got the message that the first one with the technology which was only like two years prior yes correct yeah Yeah. two years prior 
they still had some terrible UI on like telephone line tracing and well, yeah. searching. Oh my gosh, it was terrible, guys. They had some it of was that. Like, it's I still uh, think I'm with Dunaway though that it felt more grounded than the first one did. Way better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, but you're not wrong, Randy. It's still ridiculous. I'll bet you in the history of fingerprint searching, there has never been a time <laughs> that a that a tech was sitting in front of a computer and there were like three people standing. <laughs> behind them watching the very uh, entertaining scrolling of the i don't know <laughs> i i work for a, a, a government funded agency and i gotta say my boss stands behind me way more than i appreciate yeah, but what's on the <laughs> yeah. screen isn't entertaining is what right. i'm saying right. it's not, oh, it never no, is and there's no computer system <laughs> that is searching for something but puts on takes the time to display on screen everything yeah, that yeah, it compares yeah. it to yeah it's like that's never no, it would do it behind the scenes it's like yeah i'm yeah. checking all the right come back Let's go right. get some coffee. This is going to take a couple hours. Yeah. Right. Maybe a progress bar, but that's all you're there getting. You go. yeah. getting you. Let's show <laughs> yeah. every fingerprint we have in our database one after another. It's always interesting to me because I don't understand There's why no movies think we need to have that stuff fluffed up. I don't know why there they think is, that matters because I, I don't think it does. Yeah, I, I don't need it to make – I don't need every character that appears on screen to make a sound. Though. That's us I think though, we need, right? Like we – you know, it? we're – we're yeah, we're computer users. We know how these yeah. things work. But I think the average Joe who maybe, you know, isn't isn't on a computer as much as we are and know how these things work goes into these things and saying, Well, how do I know that that thing is doing right. what you're telling me it's doing when it's not showing me all the fingerprints it's searching? Those people I, you know, who I'm, those people who see that and go, Oh, that must be how it works are people I hope I never have to have lunch with or hang out with. <laughs> You know what I mean? Oh, sure. I, All computers make that sound. I prefer I prefer the actors to do the acting or the reacting of yeah. what they're doing on a computer as opposed to actually seeing the screens. I, I don't know. I mean, I appreciate when she says in Jurassic Park, it's a Unix system. I didn't need them to then zoom in on this graphic of them flying <laughs> over, you know, and rendering the, you know, the the whole park. I was like, okay. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, yeah, um, but you know, that's not, like you said. If it, that's just us, you know, we're yeah. kind of in. That's on the, why I on like the, sneakers. Just gate. command line shit, and uh, yeah. here's the cursor, and you're typing stuff, and it doesn't make weird noises, and it is what it is, and it doesn't yeah. detract from the film at all. If if anything, it makes me appreciate I, it more. So I work in a BSD Unix Linux type systems every day, and I always have my four pane. Uh, Mux panes open so that I can pop between stuff. So it's actually true. I mean, I was like, I I appreciate the fact that I was like, oh, that's really someone who is operating. When someone does that, yes. When someone does that and they do it legitimately, it's actually, it's like a huge bump for me. I love it. Yeah. But when they go, here's a huge animation no one needs and a bunch of sounds that don't exist. (laughs) Freaking F off. (laughs) Hate that. Great acting. Yeah. By the way, speaking of IMDb photos. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say one more thing. I did get pissed off the whole fingerprint thing. I was like, <laughs> yeah, F off. F <laughs> off. Where did you get where did you get his stupid fingerprint from? He hasn't left a fingerprint anywhere in deck. And how are you gonna trans oh shut up. Yeah. You know, well, they, they have them, they have to have all that stuff stored in their database, right? That they can Carl just- Urban? How did he oh, get it? Did, well, was his face okay. give it to him? But how did he get it? Yeah, yeah. And then Cox, what do you what do you Cox what do you email or uh, mailed it to him in a what do you what do you print it on a envelope? Yeah. But then but then what do you do? You you print it on a piece of tape backwards? Sure. How do you get that thing on there? <laughs> get sure. out of here. <laughs> yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Stop waving your hand biggest, at me. It's not the biggest jump in. <laughs> yeah, the, you know. the, the flimsy <laughs> the flimsy part of the whole fingerprint gambit 
is that all of these really experienced CIA folks don't yeah. immediately distrust it. They all yeah. fall yeah. for it. We had to have we had to have R- Rube Gabriel Mann go downstairs and explain it to the chief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was, yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good way of putting it. Uh, real quick, Paul Greengrass is my MDB photo of the week. That guy looks yeah, like he is a good. party just waiting to happen all the time. Uh, yeah, big big British guy with a long hair, Love and a big fat smile, and he just looks like a dude I could hang out with. That guy. Yeah. yeah. He's from Cheam, Surrey, England. Here, hello. Oh, here you go. Um, hello. Cheem. Where all the cameras are shaky. <laughs> uh, so this is, uh, oh, I wrote Chick in the Bucket, but I think it's, well, here, look at this. Grab a bucket. I think it's my memory about him ending up with Julia Stiles. I think that's the Yeah, I think that's, that's a good It's call. just Julia yeah. Stiles. She, yeah. she really only is in one little part of this movie. Yeah. yeah. And then she's she's just stuck there in a room that he scared her in. For well, the I, the movie. I, I think also, they say they, she's also they picked integral her up. to that whole, like, she's standing right next to you. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah, I love it. Which, yeah. uh, that was almost going to be my intro this week, by the way. I was going to do uh, Jason Bourne calls, you know, a whole bunch of different businesses. Yeah. Like, uh, like uh, well, I know you said you're out of those. Could you check in the back? Yeah, hold on. I'll check in the back. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I'm back. Wait. Yeah, we don't have any no. of those. I know you didn't go back there. You would think after the third time. <laughs> That she's gotten phone call from him. She <laughs> right. would know he's she knows watching. She to start looking around immediately yeah. when he answers the phone and says, okay, where are you at? Which yeah. building are you on top of? <laughs> I have some other false memories in this movie, too, about, like, I thought David Strathairn was in this one. He's not. He's in the next two. Uh, he's great. And he's the one that famously goes, Jesus Christ, it's Jason Bourne, that whole thing, like this, the meme. <laughs> and I thought that happened yeah. in this one. No, it didn't. Yeah. Like, I, I'm a little bummed at how much of this movie I have I've conflated into the final two. Like it's all yeah, moved huh. into that. And for whatever reason, I thought um, uh, Daniel Craig's wife was in this. Can't think of her name. Oh, uh, but she's in she's Rachel in Rachel Weiss. Weiss. Yeah, and she's in yeah. she's in Legacy with Renner. And I've mixed that up somehow. So wow. I shouldn't be counted on for any born knowledge. <laughs> you cannot be trusted for your born knowledge. No, you could have said, hey, Scott, when did these movies come out? And I could have told you, but that's it. Don't trust me on I'm, anything else. I'm inviting you to my all Jason Bourne uh, <laughs> trivia night. Uh, <laughs> that's probably a good idea. In which film does Jason Strathairn join? All of them? I don't know. I don't freaking know. Anyway, uh, what else we got? Oh, nothing grossed me out, so forget it. Nothing yeah, there wasn't good. really. They just didn't yeah. really try to do something. What about gross. okay? Wait, wait, wait. What about when uh, Bourne's fighting? You know, right after the magazine and knife fight, or or the very end of the magazine and knife fight, uh, dude is uh, flailing around and like sticks his finger accidentally in uh, Matt Damon's oh. mouth as he's like yeah. pulling him behind his neck. I actually watched that scene twice because I was oh. watching Bourne Dunaway's <laughs> clip collection. You know what? That's and a good call. He did get a finger in the mouth. <laughs> he did. And and Matt Damon goes, Phew. like, yeah, he <laughs> seemed, yeah. he seemed really annoyed by it. Didn't he? Okay. You know what? Retroactively applying it. You waxed your okay. anus. Gross. All right. It's in. It's in. It's gross. I, I just felt that. so bad for the character Nevins. That was the guy mm-hmm. that was, uh, you know, interviewing Jason Bourne when he got his, butt handed to him yeah. he gets he gets knocked out by jason Bourne, and then immediately gets called by his superiors and while he's still groggy they're all on his ass about you know what happened i was like oh god that would yeah. be the way because I, I hate getting phone calls when i first wake up i, oh, it's the worst. I just felt such sympathy for him the it's like, worst i can't well i'm glad we live in a time where i don't even feel like i need to pick those up 
I'm just going to let them yeah, go. Yeah, let them run. Never. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's the modern era, and we you you can text me. Don't don't freaking call. You me. could text me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, Let's you know, text. There's a couple of weird little notes in here, like um. So this speaks to the editing style and the and the direction style. The average length of a shot is almost exactly the same <laughs> as yeah. that used in diners, diners drive-ins, diners and, and dives. Drives or, yeah, yeah. <laughs> one point nine seconds per shot is the average. Oh, so yeah, there is yeah. nothing that goes long enough to change that average for being a full two seconds, which is well, we like to keep our green grass short. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> See? Yeah. yeah, yeah, another one. There's another one. Yeah, that's two. There's two green grass jokes. Thank you very much. <laughs> Uh, this is the weirdest post they put in IMDb though in trivia and I don't know if I should give it scrutiny well sure I could scrutiny it says unlike the James Bond franchise all of the devices that Bourne uses are real and can be purchased by the average man like that's a weird. magazine or a toaster oven uh, <laughs> that thing that you plug into a phone move yeah, the no, SD that was, card yeah, that was what I was thinking yeah. listen to people's conversations and open their vehicles and all that stuff yeah. uh, also, why do you, you know, where'd you get the fancy uh, yeah. Audi while you were living I, in India? No one noticed. Like, come I on. think Ibbett's yeah. intro would have, uh, would disagree. Yeah. Because that's what he talks about, right? Yeah. <laughs> Love that. I did. I talked about Spice Superstore oh, where he goes shopping for all those things. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you've, you've already proven this. It's this true. Okay. Around. I guess I, I negated my own uh, <laughs> argument. Negate, <laughs> proper negation. Uh, Carl Urban, who played uh, Kirill, or Kirill, and Martin Cost- Costas, who played Jardia, or Garda, Jarda. Jardia. Jarda. <laughs> That's a diarrhea Jarda. disease, right? Jardia, I think. Anyway, yeah. are both alumni of Shortland Street in 1992 uh, when it started. I think it's still going. It's a New, it's New Zealand's longest running soap opera, and they were both part of the <laughs> oh, cast. Really? From 93 to 94, they were both there working huh. together. Yeah. That's kind of cool, right? That's got an uh, instrumental intro where everybody smiles and looks at the camera. Yeah, just because yeah. they're handsome. That's yeah, it. Yeah. What? Yeah. Go ahead. Reading about the making of this movie, what really struck me was how much effort people have made to call it, you know, like uh, a surprise that the movie was even made. There's like all of this uh, mem- memories from different people about how they only made one. They made the Born Identity, and no one wanted to make another one because the studio <laughs> and Doug Lyman were at odds. Yeah, but it made then, tons of money. It did real good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like they 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 make the movie. And apparently they made it with a different ending and they, and like test audiences hated the ending. Hmm. And so, uh, Matt Damon was already on the set of oceans 12 when they came and offered him $200,000 to just leave and come do reshoots for the, to really? the ending that we actually saw. Huh. And the you know, movie tested much better with this. Ending. That seems low for Matt Damon. But I guess he needed some cryptocurrency money. So whatever, I guess I don't know. <laughs> I guess he needed some. Yeah. Wonder how that's going. I mean, look, he just people got real mad at him doing that ad, but people do a lot of ads. I'll guarantee you he got paid in real cash. Yeah, he got real money for that. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, and also I don't his, he his, probably doesn't give a shit maybe about a, crypto. Maybe a combo, right? Like eighty percent right. real money, twenty percent bozo money. Yeah. yeah. But I never yeah. I never heard like a Gene Hackman United Airlines ad and went, Oh, well, dirty money coming from the airline. These people just get paid for ads. You just do ads. Yeah, yeah they just get paid. Yeah. He doesn't care. He, his mistake was agreeing to read that uh fortune favors the brave that was his that was his one he should have said i'm not saying that no, yeah he should have said, they'll, they'll get me for that one yeah uh, he should have instead he should have said um uh, just buy the shit get out of here buy the shit goodbye leave me alone i'm mad damon i'm mad damon good night <laughs> <laughs> this is the first thing i've done that doesn't have ben affleck in it That's buy some amazing. crypto 
Um, so there's an interesting bit of trivia. Virtually all of the events in the movie were shot in reverse order of locations. So that means scenes in Moscow were shot first and okay. those in Goya were shot last. So it's hmm. almost like oh. what we saw was re- you'd flip it. Right. Okay. That, that's crazy. Yeah. That's weird huh. to me. I know that a lot of productions do that, right? Like that's normal. Yeah, do it. Um, just for because it's, it's what you have to do to do things out of order, but in complete reverse order is just I know complete crazy. It, in like really complete reverse. That's weird. I mean, I'm with you. Jumping around seems logical. Yeah, like going in reverse order. That seems, and it seems hard to keep track of. Like if you're Paul Greengrass, are you like, oh shit, right? We're already this has already happened, but they're still here. Like, would you get confused? I don't know. Maybe you wouldn't. You'd have yeah. enough people in production, and you just you just work it out. But if I was going to make a movie, I would want to make it chronologically. You know, a lot of them do. A a lot of them do. They make it from the beginning of the script all the way to the end. Yeah, Uh, It's got to be easier if you're an actor to like, okay, I'm reacting to the other things I've learned in earlier in the film and da, da, da. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That that wasn't even a part I was thinking of, but, but exactly if an actor dies or something, you know, yeah, or takes damage during the film. I mean, <laughs> right. it seems like. Takes damage. <laughs> well, because they have to, they have they're to make up, an right? MMO. Yeah, they're losing well, some mean, hit points, well, Brian. They're losing well, hit I mean, points. At the very end of it, he's got the most makeup on he's going to wear, and he has to act oh, out I see what, you're what he right. thinks is going to happen. It's like, why am I limping here? Oh, because in a scene we haven't shot yet. Yeah, I got yeah. shot. My leg that's, hurt. That's a good point. So, I mean, got yeah. a leg hurt. I got a leg, leg hurt. hurt. <laughs> y'all, y'all, what happened? <laughs> I got a leg hurt. That's great. <laughs> you so, got no gas in it. Anyway, go ahead. What? <laughs> I want to make sure we touch on Joan Allen. This is only our second time we've oh, yeah, ever Joan seen Allen. her in a film sag movie. Yeah. Um, she, she had a. I, what's that? Competent. That's how I would describe her performance. She's amazing. Yeah, she's more than that. She's great. She, yeah, freaking she's really great. Good. Love her. Anyway. Well, she played competent. I, yeah. And she was competent doing it. Yeah, you're right. I felt I felt like she really kind of like took charge, not just the yeah. character taking charge, but like as an actor, she really everything she was in, it felt like it was kind of an all eyes on her mm-hmm. scene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we we previously saw her in Face Off, which I don't remember her in that movie. So she was the wife. Well, we were busy of... watching people swap faces. So how? Could yeah, you... she's <laughs> she's Nicholas the... Cage's wife in that. No, right? no, no. She well. Oh, J- well, John Travolta's wife. Well, first, wife first face or second John face? John Travolta's wife for the first half of the movie. Right. Correct. <laughs> Correct. First face or second face? I got to know. Correct. That is right. exactly right. So she was yes. she was there when creepy uh, Travolta, f- who had Nick Cage in him. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Nick Cage <laughs> wearing his. <laughs> Never mind. I don't want that visual to continue. <laughs> but yeah, she's, that's the only other thing, right? We haven't seen any of the other stuff with her. Yeah. That's but, unfortunate. She's great. She should be on all things. I just take her like I would want her as my boss for whatever reason. Sure. sure. Oh, she seems competent. Yeah. She looks like uh, she knows what she's doing. Very well, competent. Scott, if you like Joan Allen in this movie, yeah. uh, we should do another born. We should do born uh, completion or whatever born the next one is. Sub, sub, ultimate, the ultimate ultimate ultimate. Yeah. Ultimator. Yeah, because that's, uh, that's more, more Joan Allen. Push some hot mustard. Down. What else is he going to say with the ultimatum? He already keeps telling him, look. Leave me alone. I'm coming to kill you. That's the one Stop everyone it. thinks is That's the best. Ultimatum. People think that one's the best of all. So this yeah. there really is a world of people who need to be told to leave Brittany alone, right? Like that's the whole thing. Like Jason, <laughs> Jason just leave Jason Bourne alone. Everything <laughs> will be fine. Yeah. Right. But yeah. like, yeah. there's just more and more people who don't know that they haven't gotten that message. Well, they don't. But right. I think a lot of them have the message. They just they just know that he is a ticking time bomb or they, they think he is like i do think yeah, him right. and german girl would have settled down forever and never made a peep but they're not so sure and 
I think that they will continue to poke that nest because they just think, well, we've created the world's ultimate human weapon. We we can't just right, leave it. We got to keep yeah. track of it. Yeah, right. we got to destroy it. Mm. Yeah, which is, I guess, the whole. I don't remember how things turn out in the final one, but I'm here to watch it and, with you guys. And there's even question as to whether it will be the final one. Matt Damon says he thinks people are pretty much done with the character, but there's oh, no. there's I'm a. Ready? There's a treatment for, uh, you know, a screenplay written for another yeah. movie. There's, you know, I mean, it basically has everything confirmed except for Matt Damon. So everyone, just like fine. every one of these other movies, they say it's the last one and it never is. Mm-hmm. The first movie, everyone said, no, that's it. And then they did another. Oh, did this they really one, after yeah. the first one even? Yeah. Oh, wow. Same with this one. They were like, yeah, we're good. And then they have to explain some shit in the next one that, that they f- sort of finalized in this one. And. Like they're always doing that, so I that gives how me many, confidence there will be another one. How many books uh, were there? Do we know? Oh, oh them like, books going uh, forever. Nine. Okay, so yeah. plenty, like lots of yeah, except, lots of born material. Except these yeah. are these are famously don't follow the books very well, so I don't know if that even matters. Oh, but maybe it does. Okay. I mean, I seventeen, read them, but seventeen books. Seventeen. <laughs> Holy shit! Seventeen. Not oh, wait, nine, really? Seventeen yep. books? Seriously? Wow. Yep. After After Born Legacy, I'm not going to name them all, but there's Born Betrayal, Born Sanction, Born Deception, The Born Objective, The Born Dominion. It just keeps going, guys. The the, is there any not? Is there any not called Born? No, they're all that. They're all the okay. Born. Just checking. Born Enigma. That's one. The Born Initiative. Yeah, born yeah. Yesterday. <laughs> It's yes. got to be one. God, if they didn't do it, they messed up. <laughs> right? Yeah. Let's see. Oh, they're continuation novels from yeah. someone else. So Ludlum only Eric did three. Eric Lesbader, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So Ludman, Lud, Ludlum did three, and then this oh. Lustbader. <laughs> Lustbader! Uh, he came oh, in and did all the rest. Lustbaiting. Yeah. I've got to convince Scott Johnson to read some Eric Von Lustbader books. Some I don't know who that is. I guess I've never heard, heard of the guy. Um, here, let me look at his his stuff. Oh, he's got a mix of things, uh, some fantasy and some sci-fi and some 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 other shit. And tree. Uh, that's cool. Did Ludlum die? Is that the deal? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know he died. All right. Well, good luck to him. I guess I was, that's one way to get a right book. Good luck books. to him. <laughs> right. He good got to, to see. We did talk about this. He didn't get to see even the first movie. He died in 01. Oh, uh, really? Oh, that's a bummer. That wow. is a bummer. Uh, wait. When was the first movie? 2002. Three, two, one. <laughs> two, four? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere around there, he passed away at the age of 73. All right. Uh, what else? I got nothing else. Or do I? Oh, I wrote, um, uh, I have a ridiculous crush on Michelle Monaghan. Now, I wrote that because she's in the credits. But oh, I don't really? remember where the hell she is. In the I movie. don't remember her in here at all. Michelle Monaghan from like Spotlight and uh... yeah, she's from uh, that the best of the Mission Impossible's, which was three. Oh, um, and she's right here. Yeah. Michelle Monaghan is someone named Kim, and I don't know who. She, I don't. I, to this minute, I don't know who that is. Is, is she huh. the mom? Um. That, I, that, Commit suicide that is framed for committing suicide. Oh, maybe. Oh, could be. Here, let me look it up. See if there's an image search for born and her. Um, yeah, yeah. She has 493 photos on uh, IMDb. I wonder if any of those are. Oh, she just works at the agency. Oh, okay. She's yeah, in the. She's a background character. This is early for her. Um, 06 would have been that. Her real breakout was 06 and uh, Mission Impossible Three. But here, let me 
put that in there. You can see her. So yeah, she's hanging out with Joan Allen doing like computer shit. Um, there she is. Oh, oh, okay. In the middle. But I have a massive, I have a massive crush on her. Oh yeah. No, she's I pretty. I like Michelle Monaghan <laughs> a lot. Well, this, let's just wait hold till on. we see her well, profile Hold on a second. Picture. I know. I'm Googling Michelle Monaghan profile. <laughs> hold on a second. Yeah, hold on, Ryan. I'll, Don't me, make it. Let me hold this, my uh, this is the episode I learned about Ibid's profile situation. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Don't. Uh, Maybe that does go with my chin, my weird chin thing, you know? Might Maybe, be. Uh, yeah. Could be. Have you woke up next to a woman in, in bed and went, looked over and went, oh, oh, no. Profile. Oh, no. oh no, profile. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Right. What have I done? Uh, that's a funny way to shoot my it. arm off to get out of that situation. Yeah. I think she yeah. was okay. Good that's profile. got a great profile. Look at that. Yes, Very does. yeah. Yeah. I think she had a nasty, didn't she? Not have, for you, it said. I don't oh. know what notofu means. Notofu. Not for you. Notofu. Notofu. All right. Uh, what else? That might be it. I think that's it. Anything else before I do clips? Can you think oh, of anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, did, uh, did you guys, I mentioned it in my intro, but did you guys notice the, the straw music? Did Was it just me? Straw music? Straw music? Yeah. So, you know, no, there, there's didn't. like this. Oh, the straw You pull a straw up and down in a cup. Oh, like a, sure. And it makes that little noise. <laughs> oh, like yeah. a little scratch, like a saw, like a yeah. saw blade scratch. Do it yeah. again, Brian. <laughs> Dun- Dunaway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's like all throughout this movie. It's like I'm like, oh my god, would y'all please stop with the straw music? I don't think I noticed it, but now I'm kind of want to know. Kind of want to go yeah. find out. Let's see what I can it, do. It, the moment is tense. What's going to happen? Yeah. Oh, another thing I was going to say. Speaking of music, I I thought the movie did a good job of having lack of music in the right scenes. So yeah. when you do a fight, this may have started with like. Uh, Oh, what was the Spielberg movie? 98 freaking shaving privates and Ryan's privates. Um, <laughs> that one. Um, yeah. So like the big, yeah, the big shooting scenes where there's no music and it's just all bullets and people moaning and groaning and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or yeah. even in particular, there's the one where they're in, they're in France and a German has, um, can't think of the actor's name, but they has him pinned down with a knife and just slowly inserts this knife into this yes. guy's chest. There's something about fight scenes with zero music that yeah. really mm-hmm. amp up the intensity of the fight scene as a result. And this had a really good one between him and finger in the mouth guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where that whole scene had no music. And I, there's something about that. I really dig. I wish people would do it more. Um, it just makes it more real or maybe more consequential and less just loud. And, you know, like if you see a fight in Marvel, you're going to have right. Fisticuffs are going to have music always. Right? Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be like what James Bond did with that spider. It's mm-hmm. going to you know it's going to be accentuated. Yes, right. Yeah, and um, to me it makes um, it less realistic. But the minute you take the music out, it's like oh my gosh, these guys are kicking the shit out of each other, and yeah. it's just frightening and and visceral. And you know they slam into those blinds behind them, and they go from bright light in the mm-hmm. room to like dark because the blinds are smushed shut, and it's just yeah. really intense. You can really hear that magazine slapping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did you uh how the three of you feel about jason Bourne taking time to go see nesky's daughter oh I yeah ne- like i thought it was to, necessary to apologize yeah yeah because yeah, it did it furthers his character as having character yeah. right like it you know yeah he really is sorry for that yeah yeah and and hates that he was a, and he's, had a hand in it yeah and as a character who doesn't know the truth about himself doesn't want somebody else to have to suffer that same yeah Question. I thought it was Not good. I thought it worked. Yeah. If yeah, anything, yeah. the movie felt like it didn't have an ending in a weird way. 
Um, yeah. And maybe that's because it was a sequel, even though they said they weren't going to do another one after this. But it just felt like there was no proper ending. There's a car chase. You lose Carl Urban dies. People back at the base are sort of getting their heads around stuff. And he goes and apologizes right. to somebody and then walks off to Moby music. And that's it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait a minute, though. He's yeah. like the ending was was tremendous. Like you're like, how did he get to New York City? Oh, how interesting is it that he can just blend in? Like he, of course, he's just moving around in New York City like a normal. <laughs> well, that person. stuff's fine. That's all good. I just mean, I just mean there were. It didn't feel like your typical scene set up for an ending. It felt more like right. Frodo and and what's his name trying to still continue to go put the ring in Mordor's hole. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It felt like a cliffhanger, right? Yeah, like, like a cliffhanger. Okay. No. There's yeah. more. There's more. There's more to go here. Yeah, which I'm fine yeah. with because of course there was more to go and it's all good. But it's just an interesting as a, if it was a standalone movie, I think it would have felt it, a little like Wayne. It definitely felt like, and we've talked about this the last couple of weeks. I. I kind of think of more of it like the Bruce Banner walking away at the end of the incredible oh, every sure. time he hits the sure. road yep. you know it's like oh okay we'll be back next week yep. instead of instead of that yeah. it's Moby music yeah. every time <laughs> 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 I like that Moby song just fine I do too I, yeah. I, I kind of yeah. forgot about it so yeah it was it was in the first one right I think I know both movies. I know there was a Moby song used at the end. Is it the same? Because I was trying to pick it. Is it Southside or is it what? No, it's not Southside. This one is Extreme Ways. Extreme Ways. That's the name of the song. The Born. I think I can compare the two here. So (laughs) Born Moby. Identity had. uh, Let's see, John Powell. That's the main score. Okay, here we go. So we got. No, that's that's that's, that's not that's great. It. Okay, I can't. It's not on the official soundtrack, which is lame. They don't include it, so it's all score stuff. So never mind. There's no way to verify this bullshit. Bullshit. Uh, bullshit. Whatever. All I know is Moby music is pretty good, and uh, I know he's a weirdo, but I like his music. Take that. Uh, let's do some clips. We got some clips, and they yeah, are. The I don't have a song. ton. I just uh, looked. I just looked at the soundtracks. It's the same song. It is the same song. That's his, okay. that's his theme. It's, it's like the, their theme. The yeah. theme. Yeah. yeah, it's like the James Bond theme. Nice job, Moby. Now quit making up stories about you and Natalie Portman. All right, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Carl Urban's Russian accent. We'll begin with. I have, it's a very short list of clips. There's nothing too goofy in this movie, but uh, we'll we'll do his his Russian accent. Enjoy. Morning. He's my friend. There's been a death in the family, and I wonder if you've seen him. <laughs> it's not very good. It's okay. No. Yeah. I mean, he's hiding his his uh, New Zealand British. accent pretty well. New Zealand, that's right. Yeah, I keep yeah. forgetting. Where but then he goes, he's so yeah. good as Billy Butcher, he sounds British. Yeah. Um, he fakes that real good. Uh, all right, here we go. More Brian. Here's some Brian Cox for you. Right. <laughs> Nobody wants to know about Treadstone, not around here. So I think you better take this back to Marty and let him know exactly what you're doing. Before I got to pull out a knife and do a man murder on some yeah. poor boy uh, stairwell. No. Um, man murder? Man. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, Brian Cox, I, I know we said this uh, with identity, but Brian Cox is still working. Well, yeah, He's working yeah. right now. Yeah. Oh, succession is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Session's like, incredible, and he doesn't—he hasn't aged a day. It feels like he just yeah. looks so great. No, he looks younger now than he does in these movies because yeah. of that crap hairdo they give him. That, yep. Yeah, I agree. He's, he's just great. Seventy-two. Yep. He was one of the oh, first. He's uh, older than some, that. He might be, but he's one of the 76. first. Seventy-six. One of the first celebrities who that I remember saying they had COVID with no symptoms. 
And I remember thinking, well, that's probably good because you're like an old sponge. You're like an old, <laughs> you're going to just, you know, I don't want anything bad to happen to old Cox there. You know? Save the Cox. Ooh, hello. Yeah, Save the Cox. He is the, the star of the animated Lord of the Rings, the War of the Rohirrim that's coming. Oh, oh I didn't know that. That's cool. Is one coming? Yeah, that's there's cool. an, it's, it's an animated one. And he's, I know, but he's, so no he's, route. Well, go ahead. He's playing Helm Hammer. You want Ralph Bakshi? That's what you want. Is Bakshi not coming back? No, he's not. But look, back, oh. I follow Bakshi on Twitter. I uh, love or Tom whoever Hammer. runs that. I don't know if it's him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he puts up shit all the time. Man, that he dude does. was obsessed with boobs and, and vaginas. <laughs> that guy. And? And that's all I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> really fine obsessed. Find by Dunaway. Yeah, fine by Dunaway. Right? What's wrong with being obsessed with them? You know what? Well, that's a good phrase. Right you're not, this one. Yeah, need, well, you're not touching them. No, I like them. And em. doing things that people don't appreciate. You know, no, I like them too. Them. I'm a big fan. I just think yeah. he all his art is just like, yeah. hey, yeah. here we go. Here's some boobs. Focused. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, here's uh, the thing. What's this? Oh, find this SOB. You're going to find this son of a bitch and take him down. That's right. That's the guy from Gladiator. Take him down. Take him down. Take him down. He's the guy from Gladiator, whose sequel is getting made right now. I'm so excited. What? Yeah, they're making it. Can you believe it? And it's is it got to go back to the to the pits? It's Ridley Scott, and he's filming it. And I don't know. I, and it is that's definitely Russell Crowe, but I don't know if he's like. Are they bringing now, the Joker back? Uh, no. That's oh. right. I forgot he played Joaquin oh. Phoenix. Was the uh, the bad guy's son in that. You're right. Uh, we don't have any confirmed cast yet. I thought it was conf- Russell Crowe confirmed. No. Nope. Okay. <laughs> I assume he's going to teach a, a new nope. a new generation of people how to fight. Is what'll happen. That's the deal. <laughs> anyway, uh, no mistakes. They don't make mistakes. They don't do random. They don't do random. They don't do random. I miss saying random. Yeah. Random. No. Yeah. Uh, here's something. Yeah, about we've we've abbreviated to randos all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I like randos though. It's okay. Randy's randos used to start a, a thing. <laughs> okay, I'm on it. Just you it's and some team. random people. You're, uh, yeah. right, you're, yeah. Randy's randos, Dunaway's derelicts, and Ibbit's <laughs> iPhone. I don't know. <laughs> uh, all right, here you go. Uh, Want to go home? Want to go home? Find Jason Bourne. Yeah, it's just like every other company. It's the government, but it's the exactly same. You want to go was. home? You yeah. want to get home at a decent time tonight? For you can finish yeah. the Penske file or whatever. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 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 No one's leaving. File. We're ordering in food until this is done. Yeah, you're not leaving. I've been through that. I hated that. Oh yeah, that's the worst. Yeah. yeah. I, although I do it to myself now all the time, but whatever. Sure. All right, we broke it. His mind is broken. We broke it. His mind is broken. His mind is mind. broken. We broke it. Uh, and I can't. Okay, final clip. Again, like I said, not many. But uh, this one, I can't believe they left this in. Like, this is some shoddy sound work. So it's a little bit. It's about 13 seconds. You want to hear the whole thing. But it's, um, I don't know. I'm embarrassed for them. Enjoy. Your father was supposed to be alone. <laughs> but then your mother came out of nowhere. That girl's got a problem. Got to be yeah, wow. yeah. No kidding. Yeah. Jeez. I'm worried about her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, Oksana. I can't say her last name, but Oksana, true Russian. Oksana uh, Troy. Uh, she can <laughs> read your mind and she has a thing <laughs> for <laughs> work. Yep. I don't think Russian food agrees with her. Nope. Do you mind if I open a window? There's a real goulash honker in there. All right. Let's get to this here deal right here. 
It's the Film Sack Checklist. Steady cams don't exist in this world. Check. Mm, no. Moby at the endy. Check. Yeah. Uh, Carl Urban is 12 and looking for a good time. Check. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought I was done. <laughs> they keep pulling me back in. Soundtrack, great. I'm going to give this. Oh, we got to do Star Trek connections. I, but there are a couple, including him. What do we got? Randy? Yeah, yeah. So there's three. Um, oh. Exactly three. Uh, we got uh, Sean Smith plays Vic in this movie. Yeah, Vic. Uh, Sean was in an episode of Star Trek Enterprise. Tim Griffin, who played Nevins, remember ne- we're talking about oh, yeah, uh, him, him dying yeah. and him getting stabbed in the gut. But yeah. right, he was oh, in yeah. he was in the first J.J. Uh, Abrams Star Trek. I thought uh, that was Nevins was the consulate guy who got knocked out. No, different dude, isn't it? Uh, no, no, Nevins' no. character, Tim Griffin, was the. Uh, well, now right. I don't know. He's the he's the he's the consulate guy, right? Oh, here he is. Oh, okay. okay, so you're thinking of but that's fine. It's, it's not important to the Star Trek connections. Anyway, go ahead. Dan, <laughs> Man, Gabriel Mann is the one that was in the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. thing stabbed and he got in the uh, stairwell. Yes, yeah, that is yeah. great. Yeah, not important, right? So, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, Tim, Tim I mean, Griffin was in in Star Trek Randy. One or Star Trek Eleven or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, right. Uh, now I question but, everything, Randy. <laughs> but he's just. But he was just standing around on the USS Kelvin. He, his cast, uh, oh. role, his role was called Kelvin Engineer. And, wow. you know, oh. That didn't work out <laughs> wow. for him. Wow. That guy. No. It didn't work out for him. I don't think anybody's, would anybody survive that? I guess, uh, I guess Kirk's dad or was Kirk, who cares? Yeah. So, yeah, got, um, yeah. Yeah. So Carl Urban is our, is our masterpiece of connections yes. here. Uh, you know, all three new Star Trek. He plays movies. Spock sure. in the uh, Star Trek. Yeah, he's Spock. <laughs> right? Yeah. He plays guys stabbed in holodeck. Yeah. Holodeck stabbing victim number one. Yeah. I guess the, yeah. the weird thing to me is that on IMDb, his cast name is different in each of the three oh. Star Trek movies. Really? In the first one, he's Leonard Bones McCoy. Okay. The second one, Into Darkness, he's Dr. Leonard Bones oh. McCoy. Finally got a school. And then in yeah. the third one, Star Trek Beyond, he is dr bones mccoy oh, oh weird interesting yeah, i don't know what's going on with that character well there's rumors yeah, of a new one and if that's true uh and he's back as bones just i wonder if they'll do that again bones yeah right just, just bones. bones that's all these oh <laughs> deforest kelly they'll just give him the name of the former actor but yeah, yeah, yeah. uh i really like him in that role and i liked him in this i really like i guess uh, i guess i want to say this i like him in everything, like him in everything i've ever seen him in dread's one of my favorite things ever i freaking yeah. love carl urban but what's nice about Carl Urban is by every account, especially everybody who's on the set with him on the boys, he's the nicest dude, like yeah. just the genuine dude who's always like just doing nice things for other people, just a kind hearted I like to hear guy. That. And I love hearing yeah. that. So yeah. yeah. Well done, guy in things. Yeah. Guy. Not being a Hollywood dick. Yeah. And Carl Urban and or his agent claimed that his acting career started when he was eight. So I'm sure at that point he okay. looked too. Yeah. He's also, so is he our he looked only, in utero. he's our only MCU factor in here, except for if we ever did those connections, except you could technically say that um, Brian Cox was striker and X-Men, but that's oh, not right. MCU. Yeah. Sword, yeah, not MCU, but, but yeah. yeah. T- t- connected in a way. Um, sure. who, who else? That's probably it. There's, there's your MCU connection. We're probably gonna have to start oh. doing those because he was not Heimdall. He was, um, what was his name? He was he was in Thor uh, Thor Ragnarok. Oh, uh, he was right. Uh, uh, shit, but Borax geez. or something. It's like right. Yeah, exactly. It's Borat. What? Uh, what? Bor- what? Not what? Borat. Hold on. Twenty seven. Twenty oh seven. Right or seventeen? Um, 
A scourge. There it is. Scourge. S K U R G E. Scourge. I'd With like his, to uh, little tattoos on his uh, scalp. He was also uncredited as a stormtrooper in Star Wars Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Oh, really? As, he was another one every, hiding in a uh, stormtrooper every stormtrooper. Yep. Yeah. yeah, I feel like every stormtrooper was somebody famous. We just didn't. Yeah. Know yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I love it. that guy's great. Oh, and they. I guess it's just rumored, but 2023 untitled Star Trek sequel. So we'll see. No, no, uh, no. All right. Soundtrack grade. I give it an S for same as the last one. It's pretty much identical. It's fine. It does what it needs to do. I don't know if it's still John yeah. Powell or, or maybe it is. I don't know. But uh, he's it's fine. It's good. It was. Yeah, it was John Powell. And I, I thought it was really good. Yeah, I enjoyed it. It's very very good. It's just a lot like the first one, which, again, it's fine. You're, it's, it's our John. It's kind of a James Bond thing. You have common music, similar, you know, similar stuff, and then Moby comes in at the end and says, "Hey, I'm bald and a vegan, and here's my music." <laughs> yeah, and, and, hey, and luckily, I met. Like I we met said, with Natalie identity, Corman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, uh, that Randy. <laughs> John Powell doesn't sound like John Powell. Like that's the great thing about him. Like this, this sounds like Bourne movies. His Star Wars stuff sounds like Star Wars movies, right? His How to Train Your Dragon sounds like How to Train Your Dragon movie. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, he's really great. He's 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 under he's under talked about, don't you think? Like yeah. we bring him up here a lot, but everyone's always about the the German. What's his name? Uh, Hans, Hans Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer and uh, everybody John else. Williams, yeah, kind of all these other names. Bring and me I just the German. I feel like John. I feel like John Powell's like one day we will all go. Wait a minute, that guy scored a lot of cool shit, and well, then then he'll be appreciated for who he was. Anyway, oh, real quick, side mention, speaking of soundtracks. So this girl, um, let's see if I can find it. Uh, this, this girl who scored the Prey? Uh, prey? Yeah, Prey. So she's famous. Prior to this, her, her work was mostly known for video game work. So she did uh, Modern Warfare. She did this uh, all Valhalla, Odyssey, and Origins, the, those three Assassin's Creed games. They have amazing soundtracks. Um, just really, really cool music. And that Prey soundtrack, mm-hmm. so freaking good. Oh, like, wow. I did not expect that. I went into this. Well, there's a lot of things I liked about it. I'm going to recommend it on Recommendals this coming week. But but Spoiler. Prey, just in the sound and music department, freaking killed it. It's, it was it's so good. Sarah Shackner. Sarah, Sarah Shackner. She deserves to keep going, she's, man. She's on Twitter and... Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people celebrating this this soundtrack it's right now. It's very good. Huh. And I guess cool. Trachtenberg, who directed the thing, um, he told me via DM that he picked her because he was in the middle of Odyssey or one of, one of these recent Assassin's Creed games and got so swept up in the music that he was like, why don't we tap someone in games for this? Like, why don't, yeah. no one ever thinks of that. And so that's how that all started. And it is so much better for it, man. I am telling you, when you guys watch Prey, that music is unbelievable. It's so good. Yeah, she also, if, if you're paying, paying attention, like she also scored uh, two Call of Duty games, um, Infinite Warfare and Modern Warfare, yeah. the, the 2019 Modern yeah, Warfare. Which is also extremely good. It's it's very much a, a, of its tone, but it's it's extremely good. She's just, I'm telling you, there's a star on the rise. We should pay attention. All right, mm. moving on. Uh, the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up. In 280 characters or less, that's the rule. And uh, this week, I think we'll start with Randy. The born supremacy. This guy shows up uninvited and bleeding. And he tells you about how he was there when your parents died. Like, he knows a lot. But then he asks a bunch of questions. Like, he's actually very dumb. And then he vanishes just as the police arrive. And you're like... (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, I end. love it. I love podcast yeah. moments where I I think it's part of the joke, but then there's part yeah, of my brain yeah, that yeah. says also yeah. that could be his right. internet going oh, out. So a bunch of people issue. just looked at their uh, phones or yeah, their players yeah, yeah, to yeah. see if the, <laughs> still playing. The the call. You <laughs> said 280 characters. No, no, it's and good. That's what I'm saying. Characters. That's what I'm saying. It's a perfect use of the joke, but then my brain goes those other places. And then also there are going to be some people who listen to us with that stupid feature that takes all the gaps out of it. And, oh, and sure. they didn't hear anything. <laughs> they just heard us talk. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's amazing. All right. Uh, now let's move over the, down the table to Brian Dunaway. Oh, the born supremacy, like making Julia Stiles cry in a subway closet. You just know you're going to have to end on an apology. Hashtag profile styles. Oh, man. Profile styles. <laughs> Wait a minute. It sounds like you may have added something to that on the, uh, <laughs> the end of your Twitter Sometimes post. the hashtags, they make themselves sure. as we do the show. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah. They make themselves known. Let's hear Brian Ibbets now. The born supremacy. Hot Russian singles are looking for you. <laughs> <laughs> that's great that's very good nicely done all right we have I wonder, a, I wonder if that joke will hold up after like 20 or 40 years from now like yes i, I won't be around to find out yeah, right. i'm just like it was so common <laughs> like 15 years ago it was yeah, so yeah. common yeah. to hear the phrase hot russian singles are looking for you yeah, yeah. not anymore now they're hot russian singles are invading ukraine all right <laughs> Uh, here is, here's the, uh, oh, Let's I know. hope that joke doesn't hold up in 20 right. years. Yeah, I would, I would love that joke not to hold up in 20 years. That'd be yeah. Great. Uh, here's this. Oh boy. I can't wait to read these. Just handed to me on this little piece of paper. These are today's titles, alternate titles. This movie was almost called the Paul is always green grass on the other side. I did this before Brian's multiple green grass jokes today. Sure. Whatever. Liar. Uh, yeah. Or... <laughs> Brian Cox cocks a gun. Oh, yeah. He it. Yeah, if they nice. felt like maybe that would give away the, the story twist there. So you I, could have just said Brian Cox a gun. Yeah, Brian Cox no. a gun. That's pretty good. Damn it, should have workshopped it. All right. <laughs> We've got a couple of quick emails from our listeners. Filmsack at gmail.com is the email address they used. You should as well. That's filmsack at gmail.com. Sent uh, one here from Jason Greenberg who says, hello, Sackers. I was surprised that you all missed the ancillary trick connection to Dr. No with Jack Lord. Lord was Roddenberry's first choice to play Kirk in the second pilot. Lord demanded 50% of the show's profits, and Roddenberry sent him packing, paving the way for William Shatner to take the role. Just a Trek nerd looking for some other Trek nerds, providing Trek nerdity in a pinch. Uh, Keep up the good work, Jason Greenberg. (laughs) I had no idea that that was. I Jack Lord was yeah. almost uh, freaking Captain Kirk. Good Lord, that's wow. weird. Oh, you'd have been what fine. a weird alternative universe that would be. Well, he looks a lot like original Pike, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Jack yeah. Lord does so, but also he'd be dead now, and we still have Shatner. So I don't know. Is that good? There you go. <laughs> I, I like having I, Shatner, I, right? I, Shatner thinks it is. <laughs> yeah, he probably thinks it's okay. Anyway, that's uh, email number one. Number two is. Uh, Someone named Scott, not me, says, how about doing one of those worst animated films of all time? Uh, Dragonlance, the Dragons of Autumn Twilight, he says. I don't, have I seen Dragonlance? I don't think I've ever seen Dragonlance. Uh, I've I've seen it. It was a thing. I remember a time when I was being told to watch a Dragonlance movie. 2008, Barbarian Woman. Go ahead. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to give you some cast here. You got um, in voices uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who played um, Lex Luthor on the Smallville show. Uh, Kiefer Sutherland, 
is in this. Lucy, Lucy Lawless, who just didn't do it. Lucy Lawless just refuses to, you know, obey traffic laws. She's just lawless about it. Um, <laughs> Fred Tadascori, or however you say his name, uh, he's in all sorts of Blizzard games. Um, let's see. Oh, Michelle Trachtenberg. Michelle Trachtenberg, who's married to Dan, is in it. Uh, who just directed Prey. Uh, let's see. Anyone else? That's it. Uh, or, you know, people we know. Phil Lamar's in this. Anyway, it looks good. I would watch this. Let's watch yeah. this. Yeah. Why not? Oh, wait. The guy. Holy shit. Just a second. Nope, that's not him. I thought the guy that played Kenny Banya on Seinfeld was in it. And I was getting all excited. He's not. <laughs> anyway, Dragonlance. Uh, uh, Dragons of Autumn Twilight. I don't even think I'd heard of it until this email. Um, I don't. I definitely have not heard of it. But is this streaming sure. anywhere? Anyone see? No. I'm looking. I'm looking too. Because I'd be curious about its availability. I want you to know, Scott. Yeah, this movie has no critic reviews, <laughs> and and a twenty percent audience score <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes. Awesome, but this is based on the Dragonlance IP, I think, which is a yes, absolutely tabletop yes. thing, right? Um, it is. It is only available for purchase. It's a low price of three dollars on Amazon Prime. Yeah, we might squeeze that in somehow. Let's see. Shared universe. Blah blah blah. D- Tracy Hickman, Margaret Wise. So what is this? Oh, that's fantasy novels. So there's the Dragonlance fantasy. Yeah. I thought there was board games. Oh, there is. Um, yeah. uh, the Saga system and the D and D three five and fifth edition all have Dragonlance uh, modules. So that's why I was thinking of that. Yeah, you can go get the Dragonlance Advanced Dungeons and Dragons book and play D and D in their world. Anyway, we should we should think about that. That seems interesting. Yeah, yeah, because we we don't do a lot of animated stuff just because it's harder. But that that feels like it could, yeah, could work. That fits like heavy metal did, kind of. Yeah, yeah. right, right. Um, all right, that's it for your emails. Filmsack at gmail is that email again? And real quick, man, a bunch of you, a bunch of you signed up to our Patreon this week, and so I want to give them some credit. Welcome. And, um, I'm gonna play some music for it. Even hold Stay on. Stay a while. I don't know what to play. I'll play this Drawful music. All right, it says Drawful 2 music while I read their names. I don't know why I did that. Uh, over at patreon.com slash filmsack, we are happy to welcome the following people. Uh, Austin Schwartz, Greg Friddle. Friddle. Uh, Friddle. I I get that right. Mike Jones, yep. Larry Owen, David Dashvian Keys, Andy Dugan. Uh, oh, Andy. Terry, yeah, he's cool. Terry Maros, Don Kelly, Derek McLeland, and then finally... Scott mentions Fury Road. Literally their name. Yeah. That's their <laughs> Good job. Good job. Yep. All of you Great joined uh, this last in these last seven days, which is amazing. You guys are really, really great. We really appreciate yeah. it. And as you know, yeah, we're okay. in the midst of a brand new month, so it's time to go sign up now to get all the cool benefits, including, but not limited to, access to our exclusive monthly bonus programs that we've been doing uh, from each, each of us. The latest is from Brian Ibbett. And it's very good. You want to go check that out. But all the previous oh. ones will be available to you as well. And all future ones, uh, including Dunaway's upcoming one for the next month. Upcoming. So, uh, it's going to be really great. If you have not done so yet, do it. It's really easy. Patreon.com slash filmsack. Never get a commercial. Always get bonus content every week, plus all these benefits. There's no reason not to join unless you hate our guts. All right? That's Patreon. And, and I just want to say that patrons, <laughs> hey, feel Feel free to use those comments on Patreon. We're we're all there. All four of us are in the Patreon, uh-huh. yeah. and uh, we're we're reading the comments. Uh, there's lots of ways, for instance, to suggest movies to us. You could find us on our Discord and so on. But that's a place where we we are looking. So feel free to please. let us know what you think. Please, please, we love that stuff. Love the interaction. Yeah. So keep that stuff coming. Again, Patreon.com/slash/filmsack. Our next movie 
I'm, we may as well tell you what we're doing here. We're doing these two in a row. Next movie is The mm-hmm. Fugitive, and then we turn right around the next week and we give you U.S. Marshals, which is the follow-up sequel to The Fugitive. Uh, sans Harrison Ford, of course. Yeah. Um, and also Sans... <laughs> Uh, high high praise. The first movie is like an, <laughs> first movie is like Sounds an Oscar. Yeah. <laughs> first movie's like full of Oscar noms and wins and other stuff. And then the second one's just kind of oh, do we really need to make this? But we're gonna find out together whether all that holds up or is true uh, here on the show. So next week, The Fugitive. Very yeah. excited about this. Oh, where are we streaming on this? HBO is it? HBO or? Max. Okay. As much turmoil is going on with the Discovery HBO merger uh, and potential rumors around oh, that. Yeah. They sure still seem to have some of the best selection for the movies we watch. So, uh, yeah, go figure. <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll see. We'll see if it's HBO Max in a year. But for right now, HBO Max. Yeah, it might be Discover Bo Max Plus next year. <laughs> we'll let you know. Uh, the Fugitive. That's next week, right here on FilmSack. In the meantime, FilmSack.com is the place to be, and it'll have links to everything we've talked about today, including our Twitter account at FilmSack, where you can reach out to us anytime. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. You look tired. (laughs) I do. (laughs) We'll see you next time. Real tired. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. His mind is broken. We broke it.